0: Hello and welcome back to We Were Wondering. I'm Fiona.
1: And I'm Peyton. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about a topic that is very important this time of year, in particular if you're a student. (laughs) Um, And that's burnout. Burnout is something you can experience if you're not a student, too. Don't get me wrong. But that's the most applicable to us. Um, So what is burnout? The definition that I found for burnout is a state of mental, physical,
0: and emotional exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. Yes. So as Peyton said, burnout doesn't just apply to students, even though we're students. It can apply to really anyone. It can be a job. It can be like a stay-at-home parent who's getting burnt out from all of their other responsibilities or really any task you take on Burnout just occurs when you kind of begin to feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet the constant demands of whatever life is throwing at you. As the stress continues, you might begin to kind of lose interest and motivation in whatever role you're taking on and responsibility you're executing. And this in turn leads to burnout. So why exactly do people get burnout? Like I said, it could be work. You might be feeling like you're not getting enough recognition, feeling like you have little control over your job, feeling like your job has unclear demands or overly demanding demands, or you're doing work that's just not really challenging or like interesting to you. It could be lifestyle playing into it. You might be working too much without giving yourself time. You might not have any kind of close relationships to support you in whatever kind of work or academic endeavors you're engaging in. And it could also be just your personality might play a role in it. You might be naturally a perfectionist and then you're more likely to get burned out because you want things to be perfect and you feel like nothing is ever good enough. Or you might just feel like you always need to be in control and you might not be feeling like you're getting that with your current kind of academic or work schedule. So Fiona touched on some of the things that can lead to burnout, but we want to get
1: a little bit into the actual symptoms of burnout, the things that you feel as a cause of it. So, these can kind of be split into three main categories, and that's physical symptoms, emotional symptoms, and behavioral symptoms. So, physical symptoms can be things like feeling tired most of the time, having a lowered um, immunity so you get actually sick from it, headaches, back pain, muscle aches, um, as well as changes in like appetite and sleep patterns. Some examples of emotional signs of burnout can be self-doubt, feelings of helplessness or hopelessness, a detachment from kind of the events happening in your life, decreased motivation, increasingly negative outlook on, like, life at that time, um, decreased satisfaction slash sense of accomplishment, so feeling like you're not living up to your potential or not putting enough work into what you're doing. Some of the behavioral things that can happen as a result of burnout are kind of self-isolation, procrastination, um, having more frequent like bad moods, being in a bad mood more frequently, and then also like skipping class and not having the motivation to do some of the like important things
0: in your life. Burnout really kind of affects almost every aspect of your life. It's not just kind of feeling like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to do school anymore. I don't want to work anymore. It's like a physical like like Peyton said it can lead to making you like physically sick. It can lead to like these tension headaches. You might be sleeping all the time because you're so exhausted. Or on the flip side, you might not be sleeping at all because you're so like stressed out and you feel like you can never really kind of relax or finish whatever you're working on. And that's kind of the problem with burnout is because it affects all these aspects, it oftentimes just makes you feel like hopeless and like you're in a situation that you can't control and you can't get out of. Mm
1: -hmm. I feel like whenever I've experienced burnout, it really is like a complete and utter lack of motivation to do anything like it's it doesn't zero in on like just schoolwork or just, you know, whatever the main stressor of that time is, it bleeds into like every single aspect of your life. Like things that should be fun can feel like a chore. If you're like, "Oh, I made this like plan to do this fun thing and now I just really don't want to do it even though in theory it's something you're you're should be excited for." Just everything feels like a chore.
0: Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, I've had had times where I, like, literally just, like, sit in my room and I'm not even, like, like, I'm not on my phone or, like, I'll pick up my phone and I'm, like, I don't even want to watch TikToks right now. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I just want to sit. Like, there's just nothing I would like to do. And then I just sit there because I'm, like, nothing sounds appealing. Like, not even, like you said, something Mm -hmm. fun or, like, a little, like, like, it's not me, like, replacing activities. It's me, like, okay, I'm done. I can't do anything. Mm
1: -hmm. I feel like there's some overlap between some of the things we talked about with procrastination and this this is just a more like extreme prolonged example of it because with procrastination we talked about it might not necessarily be just laziness it's like you literally mentally just can't do it and burnout is like taking that and just on like a like a bigger scale like it affects everything not just the thing you're putting off yeah but it's a similar
0: mentality i feel like yeah or i feel like like they both can kind of almost cause and like each other like i feel like if you're a chronic procrastinator you might get burnt out and vice versa Mm -hmm. if you get really burnt out you might turn into more of a chronic procrastinator because you're like why am i even doing this why am i working like there's just no point for sure all right so obviously many people can be affected by burnout and it has Many kind of signs and symptoms that can have major impacts on your life. But what exactly can we do to prevent it? And if you are burnt out, how exactly can you get out of that? First of all, just in general, try and watch out for signs of burnout and recognize when you're getting burned out. The problem that a lot of people face and something that I face is I don't, you don't realize how burnt out you are until you're like literally exhausted and you feel like there's no way of fixing it. So obviously, I mean, this doesn't work if you're already kind of in that place, But if you just kind of try and become more aware of when you're getting burnt out and what you do when you get burnt out, you can work to kind of actively fight back against that and recognize that in yourself. Mm -hmm.
1: One thing that I was reading, which again, isn't helpful if you're like actively in burnout, but something to work on just in life is just becoming a little more like self-reflective and like being able to recognize smaller changes in yourself because that's part of the thing that can make it get to a point where it's as bad as, you know, causing, like, you to become physically sick or things like that. Is that you ignore the small symptoms and you brush it off as like, oh, I'm it's just a busy week, I'm just stressed about this one thing or whatever. And ignoring all the little, like, red flags that are trying to tell you what's happening. And if you don't recognize them, it just snowballs, kind of. And so kind of practicing um, kind of a mindfulness and self-awareness in your day-to-day life will then hopefully help you in those times when, you know, those small red flags start presenting themselves, you can recognize them. So maybe won't help you right now, but in (laughs) the future. (laughs) Yeah. I read that and I was like, well, a lot of good, that's going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
0: No, I know, me too. I was like, well... Like, yeah, that's great in theory, but like I think I'm a little yeah. too deep. But yeah. once, <laughs> once you realize you are burnt out, or I mean, even if you realize you're getting burnt out, one thing that you can do is just kind of turn to a support system and try and use that to manage your stress. You can reach out to those who are closer to you. When you're burnt out, like we said earlier, it's very easy and very common to kind of isolate yourself and kind of withdraw from not only your work and school responsibilities but also your social responsibilities and i know this is definitely something that i do and something that i struggle with is when i feel like i have a lot on my plate i like i will not do anything like i just can't i don't want to go out i don't want to go do anything fun even if i like in theory have the time and can commit to it but one of the mm-hmm. best ways to combat stress and burnout is just to utilize your support system and the people in your life who care about you and just talk to people It's important to be able to open up to others. And obviously it's like, it's not like you're like, I'm going to go rant to everyone 24 seven, but it's, it's important to be able to talk about your problems and talk through them. And this can really kind of help alleviate stress. For example, yesterday I was like, and I told Peyton a little bit about this beforehand, but I was like, I was having this whole crisis because I don't have a job planned up for this summer. And I was literally like, I was just spiraling and I was like, it's too late now. Like, what's the point? Like, I'm so far behind everyone else. Like, I'm not even, I'm not gonna be successful now. Like, I'm not gonna do anything. Like, I was really like, I was just, I was like, there's just no point in me even looking for a job. Like, I just don't even care. It's, It's fine. And, but then I talked to my roommate about it and we went and got pizza and we watched a movie and I felt so much better. And I, like, I did not want to go get pizza. Like, I was just, like, no, I want to sit in my room and, like, think about – sit and think about nothing and, like, just think about all the stresses of my life. Like, that's what I wanted to do. But I decided to, you know, talk to my friends to kind of air out all my concerns. And it was so helpful, and I feel so much better even now because – instead of isolating myself, I turn to people who I know that I can talk to and I know that I can trust. I just don't always actually act on that. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: another thing that's kind of, it sounds like it
1: could be contradicting that, but I think they can go together. But one thing I read was saying, learn that it's okay to say no. And I don't think it necessarily means on the fun things <laughs> like, yeah. like don't just <laughs> like work like yeah yeah you, you need the balance but if somebody I mean I'm u- using like school examples but if your friend is like hey would you mind like proofreading my paper or something and you're like you want to say yes because you want to be helpful and you want to be a good friend like it is okay to say no to things that will add more to your plate um I don't know if a paper, reading a paper is the best example, it's just what came to mind, but little, like, favors people ask for, or a thing, you know, it's okay to say no. You can say no to anything that's gonna stress you out, or add more to your plate, and with having a good support system, hopefully they will understand, (laughs) not um, be upset with you for saying no, and if they are upset with you, that's on them, not you, so um, just, yeah looking out for yourself a little bit too.
0: Yeah. Well, and even just like with that, like beyond just saying no to friends, like you don't have to say yes to every like work or like school related responsibility. Like if you know that you're feeling like there's already a lot on your plate or you're feeling like you have a lot to do, you don't have to say yes. Like it's very important to kind of set boundaries for yourself and maintain a good work-life balance. And if you feel like someone is kind of overstepping those boundaries and they're putting more on you than you think you can handle it's okay to say no and no one's gonna like ostracize you for saying no like (laughs) from
1: from society (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what i was picturing um when fiona started making that point i was rapidly pointing at her in agreement um but none of you could see that um that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm annoyed at myself that I didn't say no to something that came up. It came up like a month and a half ago, but it's happening a, lo- a lot of it's happening right now. And I'm I'm like, "Oh gosh, like why did I ever agree to do this because it's taking up so much of my time and I'm not really getting anything out of it and I feel like it's wasting my time <laughs> and adding like a weird amount of stress to my life when it shouldn't be and I should have just said no and I should have known early on that I was going to feel that way at the end of the semester because it happens every semester. But at the time I was like, no, like I'm not working on like a big show or a big whatever. Like I can do this small thing, but then that small thing turned into something much bigger than it should have been. And I wish I had just said no. And nobody would have been mad at me because nobody actually asked me personally to do it. (laughs) Some of the other things that I had read for prevention are, you know, They seem self-explanatory. It's what you're told over and over about just having healthy habits, trying to keep a good sleep schedule. I know that's a big one for students, especially, like, nearing the end of the semester people like will weirdly flex their lack of sleep and like i only got two hours of sleep last night because i was working on this paper and i'm like that sucks (laughs) like why would you do that to yourself
0: yeah no when people because i'm and here's another thing recognize like what habits are good for you because i know for a fact that i am in eight hours of sleep every night girl like i just i can feel it the next day if i don't get enough sleep like i just know and so whenever people are like yeah, like I was up until like four AM, like working on this, like and obviously it's I'm not saying like if you have to stay up late to work on a paper, I'm not saying like you're stupid. But like people do <laughs> of they Of course not. Well <laughs> no, just <laughs> people do, they like <laughs> they like brag about it as if it's like Yeah. Like, guess what I did? And I'm like, No, it's not like healthy. Like mm-hmm. it's it's much better for you if you kind of set a very consistent Healthy pattern. Same thing. Yeah. It's like we mentioned before. Like a change in appetite is a symptom of burnout. It's so important to make sure, just for your life in general, that you're eating healthy and consistently. If you're not eating enough, like that impacts both how you feel physically and your mood. Like I, I'm also I'm an eight hours of sleep girl and I'm a breakfast girl. Like if I don't have mm-hmm. food by like 11 a.m., I can just I can feel it in every part of me where I'm like I'm in a bad mood my head hurts, like I feel like physically and like mentally tired. And Mm -hmm. if you're not kind of seeing that in yourself, and you're not like making an active effort to take care of yourself, it's going to contribute even more to kind of this feeling of burnout and this feeling of just like mental and physical exhaustion, which isn't good. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been struggling with that a little bit this week. Because sometimes something that
1: I've noticed in the not it's not just the theater department, but like, that's where I'm at. So that's where I see it. But like, people don't consider meal times. <laughs> like, for example, we, I have a class that ends at 510. And there are multiple people in that class that are a part of this other thing. And the director was like, what if we um, can you guys come in a little bit early um, before the show on whatever day to do this thing? And I and everyone was like, "Yeah, for sure." And then I was like, "Um, yeah, we don't need dinner." <laughs> like, like they're they just they will take any because everyone's schedules are so cramped. You take whatever you can get kind of. And then meals are completely forgotten about. And I like I've noticed that this week that I haven't been eating enough and I just feel exhausted all the time. So,
0: yeah also here's this <laughs> this is just off the top of my head um don't be embarrassed to pack a lunch if you have to go somewhere i used to think it was like really embarrassing to like bring food because i yeah i have like an hour like a two hour and a half two hour gap in between my classes so i usually don't go home for lunch i'll like just go to the library and i used to think it was like really embarrassing if i brought a lunch to the library um but now i have no shame in it like no one's like watching you eat mm-hmm. no one's stretching you and you'll feel better <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't think I've
1: ever, I may have packed a lunch once in all of college. In high school, I did it every day, but because everybody did, everybody ate lunch there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I will say a lot of times
0: my lunch is like a little kind of just mix of snacks, but I always pack some sort of food because I'm like, I know I can't Mm -hmm. make it until 3.30 without eating. Yeah. I do eat on campus
1: sometimes. But yeah, just some of those, those you know, mental health and physical health habits um, that people always give as advice for everything also apply to burnout. So yeah, yeah. good sleep, good eat, good eat, <laughs> good eating <laughs> habits, um, some sort of movement. You don't have to have a full workout routine, but some sort of physical activity is helpful. It does. What's it? Is it endorphins? Is that what it is with you work workout? Releases endorphins? I, I think Literally so. can make you feel happier.
0: Serotonin, something. Yeah. <laughs> Some chemical. No, ex- exercise is like, it's seriously so important. Like it's like quite literally proven to reduce stress. Like I, I mean, I go for a walk like every single day and I always feel so much better afterwards. And I also like, if I'm like sitting in my room all day, I just, I get super, super antsy. And I like, it makes me feel just like even worse. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm like not doing anything. Like this just like, <laughs> this sucks. Like I'm just not being productive mm-hmm. at all. But if I take that time to exercise, even if I don't do as much as I wanted to the rest of the day, I still feel so much better than if I hadn't exercised at all. Mm-hmm. Here's a better way of wording what I was trying to say earlier. Um,
1: when, Stuff gets stressful when life or work or school gets stressful and starts taking more of your time. Those are the things that are the first to go your sleep schedule, your meal times, your exercise. That's where you view that you have like time to spare. And so Mm -hmm. that's the first thing to go. And then that leads to a decrease in mood and mental health and all that stuff. I feel like that's a better way of wording it. so we need to, me very much included, need to kind of change the mindset of that's spare time and that's things that can be compromised because they're not; they're very important things to your health. Um, yeah, that shouldn't be viewed as something that can be skipped to compensate for
0: other things. Yeah, no, and I mean with that same thing, like you've got to make sure you set aside time for like relaxation, like creative hobbies, especially if you feel mm-hmm. like, and this is something that I struggle with sometimes, if you feel like just like the work you're doing is very unfulfilling or like just very mundane, picking up some sort of creative hobby and like actively doing something that you enjoy can make you feel so much better and just like release kind of those creative energies (laughs) you may feel like you're not being able to use or like are being like suppressed or stifled. Like you have to have some sort of outlet to express yourself, especially if you feel like whatever you're doing is not as fulfilling as you want it to be.
1: Oh, I, <laughs> I kind of missed the
0: ideal opportunity to say this, but I have a roommate named
1: Lily. Hi, Lily, um, who self-declared burnout expert, um, not expert, just experiences it a lot. Um, I asked her if she had any, um, any advice for uh, prevention of burnout or recovering from burnout once you're already in it. And uh, this is her quote. Um, excuse my language. (laughs) Quote, I usually just fuck around until it fixes itself. End quote. (laughs) That's, that was... (laughs) Okay, so that's what not to do. (laughs) That's what not to do. That's, and... Um, I'm not saying I agree with it. And I don't think she agrees with it. She's joking. (laughs) But I thought it was funny. So I included (laughs) it
0: in my notes. Yeah. It's, well, you know what? If... How about this? If you're fucking around with helpful and beneficial hobbies and habits, that's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that works. Yeah. Also, your your hobbies shouldn't add stress. <laughs> like, because that's one thing Lily and I've talked about is sometimes when you, ha- especially I think sometimes like not just creative hobbies, but like artistic hobbies or something like you can sometimes put a weird pressure on yourself to like do it. And yeah basically your hobby shouldn't add stress um and if they do pick a different hobby (laughs) to focus on for that time period circle back to the other thing when you're in a better place
0: yeah or I mean even like with hobbies like you can you can have things just for yourself because I think I also get kind of stressed about creative hobbies sometimes because I feel the need to be like really really good at it and I'm like other people are gonna like judge me if Mm -hmm. I'm bad at it but it's it's okay if they're just like for like I enjoy for example I enjoy playing guitar. I will simply just not play guitar in front of anyone else. <laughs> and that's okay because yeah. it takes the stress off of me and it's just something like fun that I like to do that's like just for me. Like because it's just for me, I don't care as much if I'm like that good at it because I'm really not. But <laughs> it's fun. So, I don't know if I have any of those. I tend to, if I'm not good at it, abandon it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not great at, I honestly don't practice, I don't practice as much as I should, because I get really embarrassed if any of my roommates are home, so I like, and I have four (laughs) roommates, so like, usually someone's home. Uh
1: I feel like things, even just like, listening to music or things can also just be hobbies. Like, you don't have to actively be accomplishing something either. Um, that's probably what I do the most is just play music and either, um, sing along to the
0: music or just stare at the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I like to pace personally. Sometimes if I'm like home alone, I'll just like run around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I do, I have one more thing that I think is beneficial for helping with burnout. And one thing, this is okay. This is another thing that like, I know everyone tells you, whatever. But it's, it's really true and it actually works. It's just taking breaks from technology. Like I I set time limits on certain apps, but just set aside time to like disconnect, not check social media, not check your emails, not go on your phone or your laptop or anything. Just take time for yourself because I think just being on, Like, even when I'm just on my phone, I get, like, email notifications about school, and it stresses me out so much, or something I really struggle with with social media is whenever people post about some sort of, like, opportunity or, like, something they're doing in life, it just makes me feel so behind, and then I start spiraling, and I'm like, oh, what's even the point of, like, doing anything? Like, I'm already behind. They're more successful. Like, nothing I'm doing right now, like, even matters. Like, I'm not even doing anything important And then that just makes me super burnt out out because I'm like, I just don't want to do anything. (laughs) Like, I feel like I'm like, it's too late kind of thing. And forcing yourself to step away from that can be so beneficial because it makes you realize that in reality, you're not behind. You have plenty of time to achieve your goals. Like, none of what you're, well, I guess me, none of what I'm putting in my head is actually, like, true. It's just me, like kind of projecting and it's the fact that we're constantly surrounded by reminders of school and work and things that contribute to burnout one two two of my biggest personal things with this linkedin i check linkedin like compulsively and it just it never makes me happy (laughs) I've never <laughs> been on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay, well, don't start cuz
1: it'll just it'll make you feel like everyone's doing <laughs> don't things Don't you and just you're not. look at people's jobs, isn't that all that is?
0: Yes, I just I have issues. <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's it, <laughs> another thing I've never thing in my life looked at that. <laughs> <laughs> An, okay, no, this one's this one's even worse. You're going to be even more disappointed in this next one. Something I've been stalking late. No um Uh-oh. something i've been stalking lately is the um else law school admissions reddit thread <laughs> and it also just like it's not good because it's like people like post their stats and then they post like where they got in or whatever and i'm like oh if they if they didn't get in then i can't get in and then i'm just not gonna like do anything so then like why am i trying and then that just like makes me it just puts me in a bad headspace and that contributes to my burnout So lately, I've been trying to really step back from my phone, from my laptop, like step back from everything and like really be able to, it's important to be able to distance yourself entirely from these things that are causing you stress. And I think even just like little things like social media and whatnot can contribute to burnout. Basically, just go outside, go for a walk. I don't know. Leave your house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I definitely don't take breaks from social media and i just don't want to (laughs) and i think that's part of the issue i compulsively check instagram and my email
0: (laughs) that's not social media but it's a form of internet communication i do check my email a lot even when like because i get notifications so like i would know if i got an email but like i check it anyways
1: (laughs) yeah i get very like attached to it. And like, I think a lot of us do. <laughs> it's not like profound. Um, but like, like I, f- if I'm away from it, I'll feel disconnected. Like if I'm doing something, if I'm, if I'm like in class and not on my phone, I don't feel disconnected. But like, if I'm not doing anything, I like, I, we kind of talked about in another episode, but I, when I get like a text or something, I really do just like drop what I'm doing to respond to it. Cause I feel like disconnected from it. So, in theory, I should work on that, but I probably mm, won't
0: <laughs> see I feel like i'm like i I like <laughs> that feeling of disconnection like I would like to be disconnected It's I the don't. connection it that gives me you. stress i I
1: feel stressed if I'm disconnected
0: no that's fair see yeah i yeah, I mean, I really am the op- like I just the fat i mean I don't check like literally the only reason why I haven't deleted like Instagram and Everything is because I'm like, oh, like, occasionally my friends post on there, you know, or like people will like send me stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just really like I just don't even want it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's probably healthier. I,
0: don't know, I mean, then it still stresses me out. So it's yeah. it's it's complicated. <laughs>
1: just I guess just different stresses. Um, your finals
0: week is next week, right? It is. Yeah, today's technically. Technically my last day of classes, but I don't have classes on Wednesdays, so mm. um technically yesterday was my l- actually here's something. The day that this episode comes out is the day that I'm getting my LSAT scores back. Um which that oh, wow. has been a big stressor and a big cause of kind of burnout in my life where I did feel physical symptoms, like I was just I mean, the whole like two weeks leading up to it, I would get like exhausted at like 5 p.m. And sometimes I hit like a slump at like two, but then I pick back up at night. But it was like I would just not pick back up. Like I was ready for bed. I also started to develop like an eye twitch. Um, And then, and then the week after I took my LSAT, I like couldn't fall asleep because I kept getting like such severe heartburn. (laughs) Because I think I was just like the whole time like leading up to it, I was so like stressed out that I was like, nothing is like going well.
1: Yeah, I've been really achy this week. Like, muscle achy. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. my most common, like, and headaches. Those are my most common, like, physical pains (laughs) from stress or burnout. Um, My last day of classes isn't for another two weeks. Yeah. And then finals week after that. So, still in it. This week has been a stressful week. I have like, sh- two shows this week, and so we've had, like, Dress and Tech for that, and then auditions are due tomorrow, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, all of my homework this week has been put on hold, so my weekend will consist of catching up. That's another thing that sucks, because it's somewhat unavoidable, is that you're told so often like take days off utilize your weekends whatever but then so much is crammed into the week that you like literally can't get everything done and then you have to use your weekends to catch up and so like last weekend i had i went home and i saw wicked it was very good um but then i had to get up at 5 a.m the next day and drive back to make it to a tech rehearsal so like i had a tiny break Um, I really enjoyed my car ride (laughs) Um, and then the rest of my weekend was spent playing catch-up from the stress of the week and I'm like I just want a day off I want I want a day that start to finish I have nothing I have to do the second I have one of those days though I'll need to like clean (laughs) and do like chores that I've fallen behind on
0: well that's like like a lot of the tips I heard were like know when you need to take time off like be okay with taking time off and obviously Like, if you have, I mean, if you have, like, a job job and you have time off that you are able to take, that applies. But a lot of times for, like, students, you can't just, like, take a day off, like, doing an assignment. Like, you can't just be, like, I'm just not going to do this one. Like, you have to keep doing it. Yeah. And that sucks. But more just, yeah, like, recognize when you need a break or when you're kind of overexerting yourself. Which, yeah, obviously sometimes you get very busy and it's not avoidable.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like I have great tips about burnout. I can more talk about what it is, but I feel like I, whenever I realize I'm in burnout, I'm just in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of feel it because I obviously said with my LSAT, I was very like stressed out about that, and then when I finished it, I was just kind. I was like, oh, I'm done. But then it was, I think I, was, I had been projecting all of my stress onto the LSAT. And so then after I took it, I thought I w- it was going to be like so like cathartic for me. And I was going to be like, oh, like, I feel so good. But then I was like, well, now I have to deal with every other thing in my life. Like Then I was like, now I have to think yeah. about law school. Now I have to think about summer work. Now I have to think about finals. I have to think about writing these papers. And so then that kind of has contributed to feelings of burnout lately that i was hoping i would be able to avoid because of the happiness i would get from finishing my lsat but yeah it's a. I mean i'm almost done with the semester so yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i have a term paper due on tuesday that i haven't started but by the time this is out i'll have turned it in so
0: yeah that's why i am with that's my papers. a good way to
1: think about it um right. Yeah, but I need to do it. And that's the thing, too. I'm like, I don't have time to even think about it this week, so it's going to be a weekend issue. As is all of my homework. This teacher, okay, he's a, actually, I like this teacher a lot, but he assigned, like, the normal amount of homework this week of, like, discussion boards and quiz and all that in addition to the term paper.
0: Like, can we just have the term paper (laughs) and, like, have a week off from the other stuff? No, that's how it's my all my, like, econ classes have been. Well, not all of them. The one I'm taking right now, at least. It, it makes me so mad. But she'll have, like, homework due on the weekend, even when we have an exam that week. And our exams are always on Mondays. So I'm like, why don't you just, like, give us no homework this weekend, and then we take the exam the next day? Like, I don't understand why we still have to do both. I have homework due the weekend after dead day. Like, I
1: should not have... That for anybody who's not in college, typically most schools have some sort of like for us, it's just a Friday, I think you said for you it's Thursday and Friday, yeah, where they'll be designated like study days where you won't have class usually before finals, and our school calls it dead day. I don't know if how across yeah. the board that is, but typically all of your stuff for your classes besides finals should be done by dead day, but I have like two homework assignments due the next that the Sunday after
0: it, yeah. All my papers are due fine, the annoying. week of finals, but yeah. it's okay. I'll get them Do done. they take
1: place of exams, though? Yeah, usually. That's what th- And that's what this... Oh, no. I have a final in that class, too. I have a term paper and a final. And then one of my classes, we it's a performance, so it's different. But we're no longer meeting during finals week. We're doing it on the last day of class, which is nice. Because then I'll just have one thing that day instead of both. So that was good.
0: I, I had a presentation that I was supposed to do yesterday. And my professor, she scheduled like all of our presentations on the same day, which I was like, whatever. And yesterday was our last day of like that class, because it's Tuesday, Thursday class. And there was like 22 presentations. In the syllabus, it was like, okay, she was like five to seven minutes, but like they can be shorter, like keep it under. So I was like, okay, these are going to be like three minute presentations. We're going to go like boom, 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 be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we went in alphabetical order which first of all my name's at the very end so I was like okay that sucks and then we started doing these presentations and I was like why are these people doing so much and some of them were so long and then my professor she literally she spent five minutes asking every single person who presented questions and then she would go the class any questions questions anyone and she would like look disappointed when we had none and I was like how did you like ex-? and then when we got to the end of the class she was like I just, I didn't expect this to happen. Like, I'm so, I don't know how this happened. We got through maybe half the presentations. I was like, I don't know yeah. why you thought this would work. Um, so I recorded my presentation right before that, but I was annoyed because I was like, I just did not even need to be there. And then I also like, mm-hmm. mm, I was going to say, I stayed up working on it. And I really did not work that hard on it. So. <laughs> I have two related thoughts.
1: They're separate though. One, I also had a presentation yesterday, and I was, I already told Fiona this, but I was so exhausted that I, like, slept through half the class, and then I had to, like, run the class to give my presentation, because it was a group presentation, too, like, and there's only two of us in our particular group, and I was like, well, she needs me to be there. (laughs) Um, So that was a very stressful way to start out the day yesterday. But then my other thought was what you were saying about your teacher, I feel like, You might be past this since you're like almost done with the semester, but we're at the point of the year where every single professor is like, we're, we're behind where we should be. We're, um, or, you know, complaining about how long things have taken. And it's every single teacher. I was complaining about this to my mom. I was like, how do they expect us? That's like, that's your fault. (laughs) Like you're, you're behind in lectures because you thought that you could do it faster than you could. You didn't allow time for like... Students to ask questions or to struggle at all. You didn't a lot for the amount of time that we would spend talking about this other thing. And then now, instead of like canceling something, you're trying to cram it in and you're like mad at us. Yeah. Not related to burnout at all. It's just a frustration that I feel like after spring break, that
0: happens. Yeah. Well, I just, I feel like a lot of college classes are so disorganized yeah and for like no reason like I I had so much more structure in high school which I understand that's like that's the whole point Mm -hmm. you need more structure when you're younger but like Mm -hmm. so many of my college classes are just like so chaotic and like unpredictable almost where I'm like I don't even know what's going on like I just yeah where's the consistency here um, and yeah maybe on that note we should yeah. 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 We should wrap it up. We, we haven't should, talked we about wrap burnout it up a for a while. <laughs> yeah. But these are just um, you know our personal little school stories. They relate to yeah, burnout, stress, school stress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, if you're
1: experiencing burnout right now, we're right there with you. Um you've got this. Finish strong. Yeah. Um hopefully if you're a student, you have summer break coming up yeah um, so the end
0: is in sight yeah and i mean if you're working to just know there are things you can do you know i hope you're practicing good habits i hope you're reaching out to your support system um you can reach out to us if you want you
1: can you can reach out to us on instagram at we were wondering podcast send us a little a little dm yeah. tell us about your stresses
0: yeah or perhaps send us a message on tiktok or twitter yes, TikTok is
1: also at we were wondering podcast twitter is at we were wondering no g yeah. um and we will respond quickly even though we get so many messages on yeah there. i mean we haven't <laughs> let the fame get to us yet <laughs> yeah we're so, let's just say so that staying true to ourselves we stay humble um, so yeah of course <laughs> But yeah, we'll see you next week. Next week we have a fun, chill, lighthearted episode. We might have a little special
0: guest. Yeah, get excited. Um, first
1: one. Um, and yeah. Bye. bye.
0: Power through finals. Don't get burnt out. Stay humble. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>